<coughs> and if I cry, I'm sorry. Alright, here we go. The following is pre-recorded and edited severely for broadcast. Opinions presented are not necessarily those of the media outlet in which you are hearing this, but we can hope. Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world, stay tuned, we are taking over your airwaves, in three, two, one. conservative talk show host the left hates Romeo Hill on the Romeo show and it all starts now it's time to crank it up we are live what is up everyone thank you for joining the Romeo show we are live Tuesday 8 38 p.m. sorry we're a little bit late you know Shaniqua ever since she got fired everything's been really chaotic and Unfortunately, we have rumors that Shaniqua ran away with uh, Elon Musk. Scott, do we have any reports on Shaniqua possibly running away with Elon Musk? No, we we really don't have anything as of yet. But uh, as far as I've heard, there's some allegations that uh, she smells kind of musky right now. Hey, Mindy. (laughs) <laughs> musky <laughs> well I, I thought she'd be like smelling like cigars and fine wine and perfume and you know like uh, what do you call that uh, Victoria's Secret kind of stuff a computer generated uh, producer smelling yeah I don't think she smells except like burnt electronics or something sometimes she goes out for a smoke uh, well we can say Anyway, so today's subject is going to be very hard and near and dear to my heart because um, what brought this subject up was the fact that, you know, me and Scott have talked about this a little bit on our dip tobacco habits. And yes, of course, Shaniqua was not very thrilled with our dip tobacco habits, was she, Scott? No, of course not. Well, she said we were messy, uh, and she flirted. She even went out to say this jockey boy was messier than Scott, which I still hate that name. Ooh, how I <laughs> like the way she said it, this jockey boy. Yeah, it was like really thinking that was gonna hurt me, maybe. But you know, she forgot she's in computer. I mean, even computers sometimes get heartbroken or have their hardwired drive weird oddly when it comes to mean tweets especially mean by tweets by the way could i yeah could i make a, a, a not a mean tweet but a nice nice one <laughs> go ahead i just wanted to welcome all our listeners and uh, some of the viewers who are seeing us on rightwingmedia.net and facebook thanks all you guys for listening to the show watching it live some of you on acast Podchaser, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Player FM. And, of course, we've got to mention that the show is going to be edited with commercials put in and so on. And uh, we are not professionals, so we're not going to give you medical or psychological advice, which kind of leads into 
how difficult this is going to be for Romeo to deal with. He'll tell you what the topic is in just a moment, but uh, it is something needs to be, be looked at by everybody. You already have this type of problem in your life. Romeo, what type of problem is it? So what we're going to talk about is like uh, substance abuse. Now, I know a lot of times we've talked about like dipping tobacco, which can be very addictive or alcohol or drugs or um, Mary Jane even, including Mary Jane. And I'm not going to name names on any behalf, but I do know people that are addicted to certain subjects, whether it be drugs, alcohol, weed, tobacco, pornography, whatever addictions are out there. These are very hard to, you know, suppress because it, it's very difficult to do it alone, let alone when you are trying to have people that love you, that are one to help you, and it just doesn't feel like you that you're wanted or they need your help but the people that are um pushing towards you you know it it helps when you have people that could push with you a little bit and say hey look you're not alone um i know me and scott joke about this like we're we're big dippers like we we know we have a dip tobacco addiction I'm not going to lie and not admit that I do. What about you, Scott? I mean, can you lie and say no? No, I can't. No. No. But we're not, again, we're far from professionals. We're just mediocre, organic journalists, if you will. And, mm -hmm. yes, I'm just using Scott's famous organic slogan. Oh, God, I know Scott's probably sitting there just shaking his head. I can see him shaking his head right now going, Oh, Lord, Romeo, please, no, not this again. Please. I can see it, and I'm sorry, Scott. I had to. But we're not just going to talk. Yeah. We're going to have a little bit of a conversation about substance abuse and that I am dealing with, personally, uh, people that I know that are going through it and... More than one, shall I say, or a few people that I know are going through it. And it's been a very hard week with me trying to help them. And I feel like, you know, I had to say this. I want everyone to know that if you or anyone out there is struggling with whatever kind of substance abuse, like we talked about this even before one time on our show where we had one of our other friends that we supposedly knew was using too much of a little substance and kind of was not really pretty or it was not nice to have to do that. But it needs to be said because a lot of people out there aren't realizing that these kind of problems and these kind of subjects, Hey Kentucky, what's up? Are very addictive. And especially if you have like an addiction, addictive personality disorder or whether you have some kind of, you know, maybe birth defect that can uh, basically just put it more in high gear or just... Uh, I think the word you're looking for is exacerbate. Exacerbate, thank worse. you. Yeah, exacerbate. It will exacerbate the... Thank you, Scott. 
uh, it would exacerbate the problem, but it's definitely going to exacerbate it. And we know that this is very difficult, but besides talking about it, we need to do something. And that's where a lot of people, like friends and family, there's a lot of different ways. If you know somebody that's going through it, try an intervention. If an intervention doesn't work, then try giving them information, reaching out to them. Oh, wait, Kentucky just said, Romeo, I know I got a friend who's on pills and shrooms and who is a turns him into a bully and a narcissist. See, and, oh, these, wow. and yeah, these are things that people don't understand out there that are very difficult. I mean, look at Hunter Biden. He's a crackhead. For allegedly a crackhead. Yeah. yeah. And he's got problems. He's addicted. I mean, Biden's addicted to allegedly sniffing children. There's a lot of problems out there. But, you know, no matter what it is, there's help out there for people like you guys that are addicted. But besides that, um, I was going to make a joke and I forgot it. Go ahead, Scott. I'm going to pack a lip. Well, you were right. Uh, totally. I mean, back in April of last year, CNN was discussing Hunter Biden's uh, memoir in which he revealed his uh, addiction to crack cocaine. Um, and then the other thing you were talking about kind of dovetails a couple of days later, NPR had an article out that said uh, that Hunter's family never gave up on him. And it's kind of amazing. I mean, you know, here's a guy who's a multi... I mean, if, even if you toss the ethics and legalities out the window, he's a multinational businessman, and he's trying to function doing crack and also alcohol and admits those addictions. That's the biggest thing is people admitting their addiction, and that's not the easy thing. I mean, Romeo, can I tell your listeners a little story? Go ahead. Okay. Back in the decade, uh, 20, 30 years ago, I was a resident advisor for my fraternity in college. And I had about three or four interventions we had to do. And fortunately, three of the four were on alcohol. And people getting them to the point where they need to admit, at least, that's the difficult part for them. And it starts with a lot of information. It starts with acknowledging what questions they may have. They may not have even thought about themselves. Mm -hmm. Bro, is this why you did that uh, video earlier in the week, about a day or two ago? Is this why you did that video that you thought you'd failed or something like that? Yeah, pretty much. And it's not easy because, you know, even me taking uh, several classes and so on back in the day, I had nowhere near the resources for me perfectly. We'll definitely edit that out with uh, those things that were going on in my sphere of influence. Well, and I can only imagine you with you. I mean, we don't want to say who the exact person is, but no. it sounds really difficult for you. It is, but we do have Dr. Phil. Well, Romeo, all I need to tell you, Romeo, is just get your butt in gear. That's all you need to do. Me and my wife just want to tell you to get your butt in gear and just live like me. Well, Dr. Phil, your bald head does not make you look smarter than you already are not. So get the hell out of here. Please go. Shoo. Scram. Fake phony doctor. Sorry, Dr. Pill. No, he 
Dr. Phil, yeah, Dr. Phil does have uh, degrees from University of North Texas, University of Tulsa, Midwestern State University, yeah. and uh, even went to Shawnee Mission High School. Ooh, that's impressive. But uh, that was a decent impression, and you did that really good because you had dip in your mouth, right? Oh, I, I just put one in my lip now, but okay. I mean, but we're not going to talk a lot about this addiction because, you know, we don't want to shame the poor person that's doing this no 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 Romeo we, we just want you Romeo to this person listen to me I'm Dr. I want to tell you to this person get your life in damn gear what the hell are you doing don't make me and my wife come smack you all right well, look oh my god Doctor, how many times do I tell you get the heck out of here or I'm gonna smack you oh all right let me ask you a question Romeo let me ask you a question <laughs> We've got people uh, who've come in from rightwingmedia.net on the uh, Facebook group, and they're probably wondering, you know, I mean, because you do news and you do analysis and you do uh, impression. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the jury's still out on that one. Funny, but yeah, but what really hit you hard about this that you started doing the videos and now to tonight's show about this? What really? Uh, what I mean, what made what hit you in the head that made you feel this way that was so important? I honestly, what hit me about trying to help my friends and basically it was a lot about it was just because you know I know a lot of people who have gone through addictions and I I really can't just say that I know people who are going through it because I'm going through one myself. You know, and it's not as bad as, like, dip or, or excuse me, not as bad as, like, uh, meth or crack or heroin or, you know, other drugs. But, you know, it, it's because addiction can be very hard. And, you know, I've talked a little bit about it sometimes in my channel with, like, dip tobacco being an addictive drug. I'm going to use myself as kind of the little guinea pig tonight because I can throw myself in in the fire and the frying pan because that's easy for me to do because I know I'm addicted to dip and tobacco so like me having a dip tobacco habit problem I know what I can handle with it and I know what I can't handle with it and there are people out there who I know that that are my friends or people Let's just say they're very dear and near to me that are um, having a lot of these battles just as much as I was with like trying to admit my addiction to dip tobacco. And they're still fighting with it. And, you know, it made me really think deep down, Scott, of just like, you, you gotta, if you claim that you love your friends, you love your family, you love what you do, then you got to be able to help people, you know? you got to be able to help people at least be able to take responsibility that they're doing because it could either land them in jail, in prison, or potentially dead. So none of this is the shit I want to happen to me or any of my friends. But at, at some point, you know that 
doing things like this is it, it could be really bad. It could be potential life threatening if if they use a substance that they're not used to. And I I'm starting to learn that, you know, being a YouTuber, you can't just go around saying, Yeah, dip tobacco's good, it's great, it's awesome, do it. You know, I gotta take responsibility and say, Hey, look, I'm addicted to this and this is gonna be become part of your life and there are people out there who will not take responsibility and admit it. Because it's hard for them. Because they know that people will judge them or make fun of them or or tease them or out them like Mindy was just saying. It has to be said that these kind of addictions are something that you got to watch for. If you know that it could potentially cause a problem, don't do it. But that's not always that easy. I mean, it, no. a lot of people with addictions don't recognize they've got an addiction. They do, and, and you know, and that was another thing that I was going to mention was that the addiction can be really hard to acknowledge, and, and to acknowledging it, I mean, that is like almost your first step. Acknowledging you have a problem is a good step to, a, to your first self-help care of taking care of yourself, of being able to take responsibility, knowing that you, as a person yourself, can change for the better. Yeah, it may suck. Yes, it's hard. But like I said earlier, there's interventions. There's help call centers out there that you can look online for. Not only am I just saying this to help people, but... A lot of my YouTubers know that I do care for them and I do care that people understand that there are things out there that are just really bad and that they need to understand that these kind of things could really hurt them or their family. It could separate, you know, their family could get to a point where they don't know how to help you and they have to walk away from you. They don't want that. No, Nobody wants to walk away from a family member just because that person doesn't want help. It's hard walking away from a family member. There have been times where I've had to step back from people that had addiction problems away from them and look at them and what they're doing and, and say to myself, you know, I can't help them. If they don't want it, I can't do it. What if one day you went to your secret hiding place and instead of what you came for, you found a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP. What would you do? Would you stop and give it some thought? Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, know that there is help. You can quit. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. While you were talking, I looked up uh, the website for the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. They, they cover all these things. In the, uh, by the way, that's samhsa.gov. They're a wealth of resources, and they're saying a lot of these things, but 
one of the things that I think was really important, they even have a, a link for this, and, and it, it's kind of an important one. It feels so bad, it doesn't have to. Provides information about alcohol and drug addiction to children whose parents and friends' parents might have substance abuse problems. It does feel bad, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to. I mean, it's not, I don't want to say it's not your problem, but it's not, it's like the, gee, it sounds like the movie uh, with Matt Damon and, uh, and, uh, oh, that comedian died. Robin Williams? Uh, oh, you know, Good Samaritan yeah, or Robin Good Williams Hunting? Were good, well, Good Will Hunting, yeah, where he, as the psychiatrist, Rob was telling me, it's not your fault not your fault until it'll come down sometimes it takes that i mean and it's not your fault we're not wanting to break you down but maybe this friend or relative of yours who has a substance abuse issue maybe he or she needs to be broken down well and yes but i mean to a degree they should be broken down but they shouldn't be beaten be outed and and just have a lot of anger pushed towards them. Yeah, it angers us, but to a degree, you can't really tell... You can tell them all you want till the face turns blue about what they're doing, but when they're at a point where they're in so much denial and so much just not caring about that in general, then... They're going to say, well, it. Yeah. But, I mean, look at the way society looks at addiction. I mean. It until, helps it. They support it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was a comedian named Foster Brooks who would be on the Dean Martin roast in the 60s and 70s. And he played this guy who was perpetually drunk. That, the comedian, Foster Brooks, was not drunk. But he acted so well and just slurring of words and saying the wrong thing at the wrong, you know, it was funny. But after a while, we come, we came to figure out, well, oh, maybe it's, yeah, it's funny, but maybe there's more to it than just the laughter. I mean, uh, you look at another TV show, Hill Street Blues, and Daniel J. Trevon, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, had a, his own struggles with alcoholism, I, I, I believe. Mr. Trevante, if you didn't, I'm sorry. Boy, it sounds like I was channeling, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, that uh, late-night talk show host, Mr. Travanti, if uh, you don't have that, sorry, sir, you know. But, uh, no, but I mean, it, that character had a uh, problem with alcoholism, and that was in the 80s. I mean, that was considered a big show. I mean, these things weren't discussed and normalized till the 80s and 90s, that we can do what you're doing, and what our callers and so on who are looking at things or are hopping in the conversation or we're doing too i mean kentucky dip man has been explaining some of the things he's been going through yeah uh whether it's uh seven thousand dip cans good golly kentucky that's a lot i mean and mindy was talking about how she said for example it's not easy to ask for help no and she related yeah some of the things that people say that may or may not help. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of us are at a loss, even with the information we can get on the internet from professionals and organizations that have the knowledge and the learning and the background. We don't easily know what to say. 
and, and I don't envy you with the journey and the path that you're uh, being very courageous to take. Well, and and I thank you for it. You know, it, it's it's hard because the person that and he or she knows who I'm talking to knows that I love them, that I care openly for them, and they are and always will have a very special place in my heart, and it will never leave. But this path that they have chosen has just become very poisonous to their mind. And we can also blame a lot of things, like today in society, rap music. What do they talk about? Drugs, gang, violence, sex, you know, F the police. All these kind of things today in society... It seems like today's society allows this, and and you know it, it's just it it's hard. Yes, Mindy, it is hard to talk about this issue because you know, like for me, I, I it's very difficult, Scott. Well, Kentucky Dipman brought up a good point in the chat. He said some people find it glamorous. Yeah, I mean that's it's true. I mean, but here's the thing. Addiction is not necessarily glamorous, but it's how even video games can make it seem exciting or wonderful or whatever. What's worse is if you have friends who enable you, that's the big term, enable, or they're called enablers, to do these things. Or what's worse, and here's, um, this should really hit home because you've told me off air about situation with your friend or relative that he or she uh, has had uh, well has actually a biochemical issue disability, a supposed biochemical disposition yeah yeah that makes uh, addictions even more potent for them um, and that's something that makes it even more difficult for the person who's addicted to face. Yeah, it is. Unlike other health concerns, mental illness is not always easy to see. Depression won't show up on an eye chart, and you won't find PTSD by looking at a thermometer. Sorting out a mental health concern takes professional diagnosis and treatment. Anxiety won't just go away under a bandage. If you or a loved one has a mental health concern, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov slash support. And to uh, let our listeners know, we're going to be putting this show, like all of Romeo's shows, the repeat of it, edited down, uh, on Acast, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Player FM. And you've got the links for those at rightwingmedia.net, along with a lot of news. By the way, I'll, while Romeo is gone, I'll go ahead and let you know some of the stories we've got at rightwingmedia.net. Uh, Putin are already discussing who will replace him. Story from the day I've got a link from. Patriot Alerts has got the shocking one. Wuhan Laboratory has been led uh, to have been, been a novel monkeypox research a year before the global outbreak. That's even worse uh, than addiction. New York Post uh, says that President Biden admits U.S. Hall, whatever critical about President Biden, he has primary. That, according to the Hill, another toilet. I don't know if he could even 
even wants to take that on. According to Patriot Alert's top Biden advisor, another Biden problem, admits they've known about the baby formula shortage last year. And uh, the other uh, issue that's really crazy, according to Fox News, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas warns border numbers could rise further and tells migrants do not come to the border. And, uh, you know, I don't uh, know about this last one. It may offend some of you. State Farm, according to uh, Republican Daily, terminates its partnership with the controversial gender cool, uh, according to an internal memo. So there's a lot of crazy things going on in Washington. And, uh, uh, you know, criminate Romeo. I mean, I have trouble dealing with uh, some of the news going on uh, sober. I can only imagine having to deal with it uh, while being drunk or stoned or whatever. Beyond that, I don't know. I don't even know. I think Biden has to have some kind of drug he'd be uh-huh. taking. Because for somehow reason, he is not normal when he's on that podium. It's like that old uh, SCTV routine, that uh, parody they did for uh, Milk of Amnesia. You know. Oh, jeez. You know, I think he, I think, yeah, I think maybe he's been taking too much. Yeah, but um, there was another article, I forget who, who, what agency wrote it, but they were saying who controls America, it's whoever runs the teleprompter. Hello, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen. All around the world. Taking over your airwaves. Yeah. 